0: Hi guys, welcome back to our podcast, Marketing Minions. Here we talk about pink collar professionals, the women entrepreneurs of India. We invite a woman in business and try to know their stories and experiences so that we can learn from them. Today we have with us Harini Mehta, a social media freelancer and an influencer. So Harini, to begin with, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi
1: Arushi, I hope everyone is doing well. Um, so, um, so Introducing be a bit odd for me. (laughs) Um, So I am an influencer. I am a social media freelancer. I work as a content writer as well. Um, Currently, I'm pursuing my post-graduation in marketing and advertising. So yeah, pretty pretty much uh, busy all day. (laughs) And yeah, so all of this has uh, helped me a lot uh, throughout the last year so you know like keeping myself busy and not um uh, sitting ideal so
0: yeah yeah so advertising and marketing that's like one of my favorite fields what's your favorite thing about this field um
1: my favorite thing about advertising and marketing is that uh the it is a very creative field to be very frank um you have the liberty to think beyond uh, uh, a lot of things you know like uh, there's no limit I would say and uh, yeah a completely creative field where you can put in your thoughts and me being a creative person has always and always enjoyed this particular field a lot because I uh, to put my thoughts in and actually execute it as well
0: Right. And like the one thing I love about marketing is that, you know, it's dynamic. It's never constant. You would never do the same thing twice. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Totally.
0: It's changing every day. Like you get a new trend every single day. And it's so like, you know, you always have something new to look forward to every day.
1: True. 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 True.
0: So how did you get into the field of advertising and marketing? so basically um
1: i wanted to do something that i like or something that i love okay so i didn't wanted to settle for something uh, which is not my thing like so yeah so i had this option of bachelors in mass media so i chose i started my graduation in it and i even graduated in uh, bmm uh, in the year 2019 and after that i joined a post graduation course and mm-hmm. yeah so it has been a very creative and exciting field and exciting journey as well because i came across a lot of ups and downs a lot of i got a lot of experience I have done a few projects, uh, which actually helped me a lot with everything. Um, yeah, a lot of things were, uh, you know, you have to compromise a lot of things. You ha- you actually get to learn a lot of things when you actually step into the field. So, yes, it has been
0: very exciting and interesting. Right. There's so many things to learn when you're, you know, learning about something new. So yes. Like you said, you're a freelancer. When did you get started? You know, when did you start providing services to other um, Yeah, so freelancing, I started back
1: uh, 2020 during the lockdown. So I designed uh, letterheads, visiting cards and merchandise for uh, a chemical, uh, for, a, for basically a pharmaceutical company. I even uh, worked with my dad as a freelancer. Whenever he needs help. Uh, recently, I have been working uh, on on a brand like uh, managing their social media, making posts, uploading it, writing captions, promoting it. So yeah, since last year. Right. So
0: yeah. along with freelancing, you also recently started your influencer thing on Instagram. So how are you able to manage like your post-graduation, your freelancing, and a proper work goal? Like, how are you? How do you balance all of this?
1: Yeah, so basically it kind of gets very uh, hectic when I have four or five things to do. But I think it it is pretty manageable when I make a calendar. So I actually uh, have a daily calendar kind of a thing where I actually write down things that I need to do in a day. And... Yeah, I keep completing all of that. And uh, talking about influencing, I started back uh, in January 2021. And uh, I basically uh, had no idea I would come so far. (laughs) But yeah, now that I am here, like, um, I almost have 5000 followers. So it feels pretty good. And uh, collaborating with brands has always uh, been on my to-do list, you know, the wish wish list that everyone has. Right. so i want to be a part of uh, specific brands and now that i was a part of their brand campaigns so it feels very great
0: yeah so since you've worked with you know so many brands you've also uh, handled social media for various organizations what do you think is the most important aspect when it comes to handling the digital presence of a brand um according to me um being true and being original
1: is uh, something and and everyone should do uh, because being original and being true to yourself would actually uh, get you much far than you have actually imagined so yeah yeah
0: so uh, you know we like we see so many trends uh, that have come up and so many cam- marketing campaigns that uh, uh, brands pick up Uh, Like one of my favorite campaigns that a brand does, like my favorite marketing uh, campaign of any brand is like Zomato, like they're crazy when it comes to marketing. So uh, out of anything in the world, what is your favorite brand that, you know, you really like their marketing skills and the way they market their services or products?
1: Um. Recent uh, favourite, I I actually can't recall the name because there are a set of favourites that I have, but uh, recent favourite, I would say the Dettol campaign where they actually address people on how to, you know, like be safe and what all things to do. And luckily I uh, had been a part of that campaign as well. So yeah, because I always wanted to be associated with such a brand that people actually use and is on people's mind always. Because see, when you when you actually talk about hygiene or hygienic products and cleaning products, Dettol is the one that comes to your mind first, right?
0: Right, right.
1: Yeah. So the recent campaigns have the recent campaigns have been very nice, and the most recent one that I was a part of was actually very interesting compared to other brands, yeah.
0: Right, like I read about this very recently. Like, you know, when we're, uh, uh, let's say we've come back from outside and we're washing our hands and if there's... Yes, no- yes, yes. The, the kids, the kids
1: one.
0: Yeah, it's like always, you know, ki, uh, where's Dettol or where's this? like, even yes. for like yes. if we taking yes. something, we're always asking for favicol, we're not asking for glue. Like yeah. brands are so, we're so like, you know, they've made a mark in the industry. Yeah, exactly. Even talking about about Fevicol,
1: I mean, they have such creative ads throughout. I mean, the recent ad of theirs where they completed 100 years, 75 or 100 years, I'm not sure, sorry. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, that ad was actually uh, very nicely done where they actually took the viewers through uh the whole journey of Fevicol till now
0: right I'm, I'm not wrong I think Fevicol was also one of the brands that came up with the Ronaldo campaign like after Ronaldo switched the uh, Pepsi or the Coke cans with uh, yes yes exactly, exactly. they're very very creative when it comes yeah. to print
1: ads and social media posts and everything Right. Yeah.
0: That's, uh, I think that's one of the most important aspects, like you know, being creative and being different and getting there first. Like if exactly you're not, exactly. Like, yeah. No one is you. So, I'm more of
1: being being very uh, original. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the originality is so important in the digital yeah. uh, aspect. So, how is your experience, you know, working with a brand? Is this the first time you worked with a brand or have you worked with brands before as well? Um,
1: I have worked with brands before. Like, I mean, I have been influencing since six months now. Right. So, I've come across a lot of brands. But the brands that I actually wanted to work with have started coming up now. They have been approaching me. So, yeah, it has been fun working for brands because it was on my wish list and now that things from my wish list are happening that actually makes me feel very happy and great
0: right um i it's okay if you don't want to answer this but i've always had this question about you know influencers and the products they promote sometimes the products are something that they promote but they might not use it have you ever like uh, promoted a product that you've never used you don't have to name it you could just say yes or no No, no, no. frankly when i started
1: influencing this is what i had in mind okay so i didn't wanted to put out wrong uh, reviews or wrong uh, what do you say Um, wrong post or anything wrong okay so i only promote things that i use Okay, so if they've sent something to me, I'll basically use it for a week or minimum five days and then I'll be posting a review on that on my page because I want the viewers to be, you know, like because there are people who come and ask me about uh, like whether you have used this brand or not and if you have used it, how uh, do you feel about it? Are there any side effects that you faced and anything? so for those people who actually follow me very truly i want to just put out real reviews for them and i uh, see so there were brands that approached me for uh, their uh, promotion brand promotion but i wasn't okay with their brands because i knew what goes into the making and uh, i even knew that that particular product would actually harm me and that's the reason i you know like i didn't take up that project because i just wanted to be very true with the whole uh, promotion thing
0: yeah i think that's actually the way that uh, a lot of influencers should go about it like in the name itself like you're influencing people and yeah. you wouldn't want you know people to get in touch with the wrong products that might harm them exactly because people look up to you and they
1: actually want real reviews from you
0: exactly and i just sometimes i feel sad that you know People are just doing it for the sake of doing it and they're not mm-hmm. looking talking about it. Yeah. So I'm glad that you know you use the product before promoting it and you care about your audience. That's a very good trait to have honestly. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, since you've been doing uh, all of this for over a year since the pandemic started, what have been the highest and the lowest points for you uh, this, uh, while doing all of this? I'm um, talking about
1: freelancing, you know, uh, people are not ready to pay uh, the amount that you ask for. So even mm-hmm. when you explain them that sab jaane wala hai, like all of this will be uh, taken care of and this is how things work. So we actually uh, charge accordingly only, but they don't agree on that. So, you know, then, uh, then it happens that you either lose the client. Or you have to work with a lower budget. So this is what I actually experienced. The second thing is you easily don't get clients. Okay, So you have to uh, pitch them properly. And then they'll decide. And then they'll let you know. And there are a few clients that would tell you that they'll get, get back to you in a day or two. But they don't. And then they come back to you after a month saying, okay, now we want to do things and we'll uh, go ahead with your uh, budget and everything so this is what I was kind of you know like dicey and not I didn't like it the second thing is the working hours okay the working hours during the pandemic have been crazy for everyone I would say as uh, as I work as a content writer it has been damn crazy because you have to deliver things at a particular time and everything yeah but i think it is pretty manageable so yeah
0: right so uh, i think a lot of the listeners uh, might be people who want to start with a freelancing career so how did you get started with it like how did you start looking for clients as you mentioned that you uh, made posters and you know you made graphics for one of the medical organizations how did you get in touch with them
1: so um, that person knew me through someone okay So that is how I got in touch with. So earlier, before I started freelancing, I had made those pretty, designed those pretty calendars for 2021, okay. And I had, uh, I had good amount of sales. Then I even had designed digital artwork and all of that. So all of that was actually my, um, my, my stuff that actually led me to different clients. Right. Yes. So one from one client I got another and I still get clients from that first client of mine. So yeah. So uh, basically it was word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah. It right. a lot. yeah.
0: Networking is like the best way exactly. to go. Exactly. Would you uh, would you recommend platforms such as Fiverr or other platforms where you know people can sell their services? Um I I will
1: actually because that is how you get a chance to connect to different people and yeah See, right. basically I, I haven't tried all of that but I think these are a nice way to get in touch with appropriate people
0: mm-hmm. yeah. that's right I think it's all about you know networking and just letting people know what you have uh, when you're like putting it out there Exactly. Like, you started with your calendars and everything I'm guessing you posted it on social media Yes, or, I have. I have. I have. Yeah, yeah. So that's how people got to, like, you know, people got to see what you're doing. And you just need a platform to uh, showcase your work. And that's where people can get in touch with you. Yes, exactly. Building so, your
1: portfolio is necessary.
0: Truly. Yes. Uh, I've also read your article in Humans of Bombay. Uh, Could you, like, elaborate about that? It was such a cute article. I would love to know more about it and the story behind it. Thank
1: you, thank you so much. So, um, the story, as you would have read, is about me and my grandfather. Uh, we have been very much close, okay? And I always looked up to him uh, in every way, in every way. Uh, so, uh, he he always has... See, I am the eldest in my family, okay? So, I have been close to almost everyone in the family. So, he, he always b- bought in stuff for me. He took me out. So... This uh, this article in Humans of Bombay was just a way to give it to him back, okay? So, uh, this is what I have, uh, like a small memory with him. Yeah, and okay. it was all about how I look up to him and how he actually motivates me to get out of bed every day. The story is all about that.
0: Right, it's always, you know, uh, connections with your grandparents is one of the most... Um, I would say sacred things. Like, you know, you don't get that with anyone else. So, exactly, it's okay exactly. That the, the bond is very, very pure, I would say. Yeah, that's right. I'm so glad that you did this. And, like, how did you approach them? What did you, like, how, like, if someone wants to get published on Humans of Bombay, what do they have to do?
1: Yeah, so they have to basically write them an email. Or else contact them in any way possible. And if they get back to you, that's how uh, yeah, you get oh, okay. you done.
0: That's great. Uh, I hope everyone who's listening and wants to get featured, they should do this. Yeah. <laughs> so you also mentioned like you know, you said that you worked with it all and I saw that you collaborated with Pepsi on the recent campaign as well. Yeah. And you worked with Tanishka as well. I would love to participate with them. Yeah,
1: yes, I have. So back in 2016, uh, 2016, 2016-2017 for their uh, Queen of Hearts collection. So there was a huge launch at a store of theirs and I was a part of that.
0: Oh, so wait, 2016 17 is like when you were completing your undergraduation, right?
1: No, no, no. I, no, no. It was just before I started my graduation oh
0: yeah really? I think it was
1: just a day or two before I started my
0: graduation so yeah <laughs> so how did you get in touch with them and what was your responsibility being a part of the camp? Um,
1: so uh, one of my aunts she was the head of that uh, whole event okay so mm-hmm. she she knew uh, she always told me that if, she, if there was something like that I would approach you and I always thought that it was a joke okay like Uh, anyone uh, add or include me in their uh, proper perfect Tanishk event so then uh, then on a fine day I just got a call from her saying that uh, will you be a part of this we are having a launch and you need to be uh, first in line so I I Mm. thought she was joking like how is that possible so she's like, no, 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 I'm not joking. Uh, you just come uh, to the store today or tomorrow and we like and the jewelry that you like, you can wear it for the launch. And then I, the next day I went to the store and I was talking to the head of the store and her and, uh, we pretty much were they were pretty much serious and I was like no no they must be joking <laughs> and mm-hmm. then they started showing me all of the jewelry kept in the boxes and they told me to select one for the show and uh, it happened and it was just very sudden you know and then we practiced for a day or two and then there was this final event it is pretty, pretty amazing to be a part of such uh, such an event because not everyone would get a for all of these things, yeah.
0: Exactly, and like, you know, so early on, like, I'm, I'm sure at that point of time, you, have, you hadn't even thought about what you're going to do in, like, life generally. Exactly. So. so
1: I had a few things in mind, but I never would be a part of such an event. So, yeah, I was like,
0: chance mila hai, so why not take the chance? Yeah. That's, yeah, like, as Nike says, just do it. I think exactly. that, That's must have become one of my favorite quotes. I mention it all the time, every time. <laughs> so with all of this going on, you know, you have, you have so many things in hand you're doing. As I said, you're busy almost the entire day. There must, there must be you know some days where you're just not feeling it and you just have lazy days. So what keeps you going at that point? Um, Basically, my
1: day starts around 8 o'clock in the morning and it ends around 10, 11, based on the work that I have. Uh, yeah, so on my lazy days, I basically don't do much. I may cook something very nice or something that i like and i would just arrange my room perfectly if it is not arranged perfectly because i am someone who would like things in place and i i actually don't like things that are you know like they if, if something is moved thoda i'll make sure that that kept the same way that it was before so yeah all of these things would give me peace yeah
0: on a very lazy day or after a tiring what like what gets you going the next day? What gets you motivated to, you know, get up in the morning and just get to work the next morning? Um, I
1: am very grateful for the things that I have, okay? And the last one year has made me realize that I should be even more grateful that than I am for the things that I have because not everyone gets everything, right? And now that I have things that I need. And that I want, I always want to be very grateful. And that is what gets me out of bed. Like my grandfather always told me that we have everything and we should be thankful for that. So, yeah. And always that we need to work hard to achieve the things that we don't have and that we want. So, yeah, all of that gets me out of bed.
0: That's actually a very uh, important thing to remember. Yes. What for? Yeah. yeah so uh coming to the end of the podcast how did you get to know about pink collar professionals
1: um so i was just basically scrolling through uh instagram and i came across a post so i was like it's very interesting to you know like what if i just contacted them and i I've uh, worked for a podcast but I haven't been a part of a podcast any day and I was like let's see like how it goes and I had no idea that y'all actually uh, take up re- request for from different guests and everything so I was like why yeah. not just try like you said <laughs> just do
0: it <laughs> yeah. I think uh, our entire motive is just for people to come up and talk about themselves and their stories so that other people can get inspired.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I actually wanted to put out my story because there are a few people who actually look up to me for different things and for advice and everything. So I was like, why not just? do something that they could listen to and actually get motivated so I don't have a very nice story or or as such but uh, whatever that I have I am proud of that and I actually want to uh, want people to know about it so in any way if I can help I am very I'll be very happy to do that yeah
0: uh you have a very wonderful story from getting uh, with Tanishq in 2016-17 like to working with the biggest brands right now. You have a crazy story. So don't ever think that you don't have a good story. And honestly, no, good, not, not a good
1: story in terms of life because I have known people who have achieved a lot more than I have. And oh. to actually know such people who have achieved a lot in their lives is a very nice thing. And- uh, motivating thing that I have. Yeah. So I just wanted to make sure that I could motivate someone else with my story.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. And like, don't ever compare yourself to anyone. Everyone's story is just different, yeah. and yes. you're just different and yours is different. Yes, yes, <laughs> uh, yes,
1: yes.
0: You're doing, I'm I'm very like, I've never met or talked to, you know, someone like you who's into uh, influencing and social media freelancing. That's like two of the I would say one of the most trending career options right now. And I'm very glad that I could speak to you. Thank you. And
1: I, I am very glad that through you, I could put out my story to everyone who is going to listen. And I hope they like people who listen. To-
0: yeah.
1: So thanks. Right. To <laughs> <you>. <laughs> no problem at all.
0: Uh, if anyone is listening, how can they find you? Um, they
1: can find me on Instagram. My Instagram uh, handle is hm.creates. And right. uh, they can even, even uh, email to me. Yeah. So all of those details, they can find it on my Instagram bio. Right
0: thank you so much for joining us i love talking to you and i'm sure everyone listening did too you have a very different career line than uh, a lot of people and you know it's it's very inspiring to hear about you and you know what gets you motivated what you stand for and all of that i'm very glad to be on the show and thank you thank you so much for having me to listen to more such stories of women entrepreneurs, followers at pink Collar professionals, so let's catch up in our next episode with one more such interesting story. Till then, keep listening, keep learning and have fun.